This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Happy Tuesday to you and you and you. Um, I was going to do the family Chantel yesterday, but some things came up. So I'm doing it today. The family Chantel season four, episode 12, not so separate separation. And I have to tell you guys, this season has been hard to watch, but this episode specifically just broke my heart. Like I literally had tears in my eyes by the end of the episode. It was so very, very sad. Pedro's definitely checked out in my opinion. He's just checked out. And so uh, they were still in the DR when the episode aired and they are heading back to Atlanta and they're heading back together. Hey, Sly Cat, they're heading back together and Pedro is determined to have a separation. And I think he mentions it over and over throughout the hour. And so they get in their ride share and it's silent and it's silent the whole way home, you guys. There's no talking in the car. There's no talking in the plane. There's no talking when they get back to Atlanta. There's just no talking. And Chantel's devastated by it. She's like, you know, why doesn't my husband want to take interest in me after all the effort that I've put in to try to save the marriage? And that's my question, too. What is it about Pedro that seems like he's checked out? And you know, I'm hearing a lot of people say, oh, you know, you're just team Chantel. You, you, you drank the Chantel Kool-Aid. No, I've been watching this show from the beginning and he's clearly a different person. And it would, it's weird to me that after everything they've gone through, after everything they've gone through, he's just completely shut down. If he wanted to shut down and say, you know, I had enough, he had, he had Mama Karen, you know, basically terrorizing him in the very, very beginning of the relationship. So they've been through enough that I don't still understand what the issue is right now, right? Because you've gotten past all that stuff. You're part of the family Chantel. You've made up with your mom. You've made up with your sister. So what is it exactly that Chantel is, is doing that is bothering you so much that you're like a 100% different person than we've all ever seen? So... You know, she she wants to save the marriage. And if it's her that's the issue, then why not even say, hey, listen, let's 
try to go to counseling or get some therapy and see if we can work through the issue. It's been seven years, but he's like, no, no, I don't want to hear anything. Like, it's almost like just looking at her upsets him. And it just doesn't make sense. And you can't tell me that because she's not cooking for you or cleaning for you, that that's just like has put you over the top. So he's like, you know, I feel sad and angry and overwhelmed after this trip. And he says that she's made things worse. And he's like, you know, we've grown apart. It's not the same love as before. Everything is different. And he thought on the plane, what should I do? Should I stay in the house or should I find a place of my own? And those words right there, those words right there, hey, Raydella, those words right there show me that he's projecting how he's feeling. So when he says it's not the same love as before, obviously that's him saying that he doesn't feel that same love towards Chantel because it's clear that Chantel still feels that love towards her or towards him. So I just think it's sad. I think it's sad. And I I think that he's telling us in between the lines that he's grown apart from her. He doesn't love her anymore. And he doesn't want to be around her anymore. And he doesn't want to be married to her anymore. That is so sad to me. Um, So Chantel is like, you know, I think we just need to work on our communication and grow together. Um, But he wants to grow separately. And by separately is because he wants to separate. And she's convinced that if they go ahead with the separation, that there's, they're going to have a harder time coming back together. And I agree with her. I agree with her. I think that the fact that he's insisting on leaving and having his own space and doing his own thing, it sounds to me like you're not trying to work on, on coming together. You're trying to work on, let's make this official. Let's separate. Let's live our own lives and do our own things. And uh, you guys, for my Patreon subscribers, News and Gossip on Friday, I have an explosive. I have something so explosive about Pedro. Like, Friday can't come soon enough. That's all I can say to you guys. So uh, the Megans and the Raydellas, I think C. Cruz was here yesterday. But you guys, you're in for a doozy. And I know I always say that, and it's always a doozy. But it's always a doozy on Friday. So... Chantel wants to work work it out. He doesn't want to work it out. Um, he's like, you know, I need to work on myself, he says. And I'm figuring out whether I'm going to stay here in this house because we have five bedrooms or if I'm going to move to my own place. So he decides that he's going to stay in his own room for now, right? Because they have five bedrooms. So, so he's, he wants his own space. He wants to do his own thing. And even though they're living under the sep- in the same house, they're living separate lives. That's what he wants, right? So Chantel is like, you know, I have no experience seeing separation in my own family. She doesn't know what to make of it. She hasn't gone through it. Her parents have been married for 37 years. Her parents' parents were married for forever, right? And so she doesn't know what that looks like and what that experience is, is. And so I'm actually glad that she told her mom and her parents know because maybe they can also help. Oh, you know what, Raydella? Thank you. I always say Friday because we used to always be on Fridays, but we do it on Saturdays now. So 
Patreon family, excuse me. I always say that news and gossip on Friday, but it's on Saturday because we did it for so many years on Friday. I'm having a hard time keeping in my mind, but y'all know what I mean. So thanks, Raydella. So I'm hoping that Mama Karen can guide Chantel through these hard times because, you know, she has years of experience being married and I don't know. I'm having a hard time, you guys, because I'm hoping that this was not just a scam. You know, the scam, what do they call it? The scammy bammy or whatever it is called. I hope it's not that swanky wanky. I hope it's not that because it's feeling like that, you guys. It's feeling like you you seem to hate your wife way too much right now. And where did that come from? Where's that hostility from? It doesn't make sense. And so unless... You know, that seven-year itch, here it was. You're like, hey, listen, I got my green card. And for those of you who don't know, you know, when you immigrate to a country, to America specifically, you get that first green card, but it's conditional. It's it's for two years. And they want to see how you are. Do you get a job and all the things? And then when you renew the conditional two-year one, then you go for a 10-year green card. And so I feel like he he got past the conditional, and I don't know this for sure. I, I obviously he's working, so he he has his green card, but um, I think that maybe he's gotten his long term one, and now he just is like, and that's why it's seven years. Now everyone's like, well, if he was using her, then you know why would he wait seven years? Well, because now he's like he can be a citizen. And he could have been a citizen at the five-year mark. So it just seems too convenient for him to just want to leave her too much. I don't know. I don't know if that's it or if there's something that, he, that has happened behind the scenes that he hasn't told us that has made him so angry. But whatever it is, he is just not really trying to work on his marriage at all. So <clears throat> Chantel is like, you know what? I've given up the effort, but I haven't given up hope at this point and she's hoping that somehow some way they can come back together now back in the dr uh nicole is meeting up with alejandro you know she has issues with her mom and i've already told you guys i think that that she has a dysfunctional relationship with her mom i think that they're codependent on each other and she's looking for love and affection and validation from her mom and her mom just doesn't have the capacity to do that her mom just wants her to do what she says and that's it and so nicole's like you know she's looking for peace in her life and she wants to really give alejandro another chance however she's not sure if he has the capacity to change now does that even sound like her does that sound like she's listening to what her mom has been saying that he's a loser and a scrub and a fool and it's unnecessary for her to be with him right that's what it sounds like it sounds like oh lydia has gotten right under her skin again facts Better Day says, I can't believe it, but Alejandro was spitting facts about Lydia. Yeah, so remember last week, we got like maybe 10 minutes of a Lydia that we didn't know. She was she was impartial. She was fair. She made sense. She gave good advice. And then, but as soon as she got home, regular Lydia showed up again. And regular Lydia is the one that has been in Nicole's ear 
saying how much of a dud Alejandro is. But it's interesting to me, like I said before, that Lydia doesn't like any of her children's partners, not any of them. Because I don't think that the plan was for them to go and find love and happiness and live their lives separately and apart. Her plan was, let's get my kids to America. And she even said it, you can go back in the episodes and watch for yourself and then have Pedro buy me a house in America and bring me to America and support me. That That's her plan. So if she can get Nicole and Pedro in America supporting her, then she can just live her life. And that was her plan the whole time. It's like her kids were her mules for lack of a better term. It's crazy. So <clears throat> she sits down to meet with Alejandro. She's like, you know, things have to change. Um, and they need Nicole's mom, Lydia's blessing. And he's like, her blessing is not important to me. Um, he's done with Lydia and he's like, you know, I know Nicole knows who her mother is deep down inside. I know that she is loyal to her mother, but I also know that she knows what her mother really truly is about deep down inside. Um, but Nicole, you know, she's got this twisted relationship with, with Lydia. So she's making, as Alejandro's talking to her, her, Nicole's making excuses for Lydia. Um, and now she's trying to twist the narrative and say the problem was, no, my mom doesn't hate you. She doesn't care about the fact that you were married and she thought you weren't divorced. It's now your attitude. I was like, what are you talking about? It's his attitude all of a sudden. His attitude is, I'm not going to stand there and let someone verbally abuse and assault me. I'm going to walk away. I don't care about what this woman is saying and she can you know, read me up and down, but I don't have to stand here and listen to it. So what attitude are you talking about? Again, I think that Lydia got into Nicole's mind. So Nicole goes on to say that her mom is complicated. Uh, they've had a difficult relationship, um, but her mom really doesn't like Alejandro and she has her reasons because she says that Alejandro is manipulative and toxic. And I was like, but what do you think, Nicole? Do you feel that he's being manipulative and toxic towards you because you're a grown ass woman. You should be able to come up with your own decisions and you should see that his actions speak louder than his words and his actions should speak louder than Lydia's words. You're the one that's in this relationship. So you're the one should, that should be like, Hey, I believe that or I don't believe that. How does he treat me? And Will I find happiness with him? And do we want the same things in life? All the things, that, all the conversations that you have in an adult relationship. You can't just let this woman who's also, dare I say, has never been in a romantic relationship with her own long-term person. She's never been married. She was always the side chick. And then she never settled down after this. Instead, she's so busy with her nose and her children's relationships that she hasn't focused on herself and gotten herself her own partner in life. I really think that's the answer, you guys. I really feel like she needs to have her own man. Like, go ahead, have your own man who is actually your own man, not someone else's husband, and see how that works out for you. Just saying. So 
Alejandro's like, you know what? Your mom's the one that is manipulative and toxic. She doesn't like anyone, which is what I just said earlier. And um, he thinks that the mom has psychological issues. She's jealous of Nicole um, and jealous that Nicole has found her happiness in a relationship. But something that Lydia has never had in her life because she's never found happiness in her life. And she wants Nicole to be the same and have the same miserable life that she has. Which you guys, you know, I know he's reading her for filth, but he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And so <clears throat> he goes on to say, your mom's not the one to give advice to anyone about relationships because your mother has never maintained a relationship with anyone. And after your dad, she hasn't had a stable relationship since then. And even that stable relationship, if we can call it a stable relationship, that wasn't even her man. He had a, he was married with a full-on family, a full-on family. So she was the side chick. And she knew she was the side chick, but she loved all the this, right? The money and the gifts that came along with it. And so what did she do? She had a kid with, you know, him and then had another kid because she wanted two kids and she wanted them to be related. So, you know, she didn't care that she, you know, was like literally a home wrecker. She didn't care. Um, <clears throat> Nicole tries to make an excuse for her, for her again, says, you know, well, maybe my mom doesn't want me to repeat her life. And you can't repeat her life if you don't make the same decisions that she makes, right? So if you're taking advice from someone that has made poor life choices, then maybe you should think about just making your own choices. I don't know. Could be. Um, and so Alejandro's like, so what are you saying? Are you saying you want to leave me? Um, and she's like, you know, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She's like, I need to think about it. And we need to both think about what we want, our futures, and if we're going to continue with this relationship. And so we need to have some time to ourselves. And he's like, no, I'm not giving you any more time. Um, I'm not. You either are in it or you're not in it. But what I'm not about to do is do this back and forth while you figure out whether you're aligned with me who loves you or... And it's a hard place to be, right? Because that is her mom, right? Toxic or not toxic, that's still her mom. So it's going to be hard for her to align with Alejandra when she lives with her toxic mom. So she's worried about her relationship with her mom. So he's like, you know, it's now or never, he says. And so he kind of gives her an ultimatum. It's your family or it's, or it's me. And she gets up and walks off. So... Maybe she made her choice. I don't think she made her choice. I think that she really wants to still be with him. And I think she's going to realize that everything that she's been through, the miscarriage and all the things, and him coming and showing up as a different person and trying to work on himself, I think that that's going to weigh on her and she's going to want to make a different decision. So back in the um, Atlanta, over at Chantel and Pedro's house, it's still awkward silence. Um, in the house for the last few days. Uh, Chantel says it feels eerie because she always just feels lonely. And, and even Pedro moving out of the main bedroom 
um, she felt lonely before he left because he was never home. He was never around her and they weren't really on good terms for so long. And she's like, you know, this separation feels like it's one more step towards divorce and him moving into the other room and talking about separation. She's like, is he just scared to say it that he's done? Is he scared to say, I'm just don't want to be in this anymore. And I want a divorce. And so she's starting to get that vibe from him because yeah, he's checked out y'all. He's, he's been checked out. Um, it's just sad. I just find it so sad. Like how is, how is your first move? Like, Hey, yeah, I'm going to move into a separate room rather than, Hey, let's go and talk to a third impartial, neutral party and let's work out our issues. I don't, I don't know how we got here. Y'all it just doesn't make sense to me. And if one of you has an opinion, let me know in the live chat. If you're watching the replay, let me know. But it just does not make sense that Pedro is so adamant about divorcing and separating right now. What is the issue? And I get it. A lot of marriages don't work out, but they work out. For, they don't work out because of whatever it is. But you at least know what the reason is. What is the reason here? He says he doesn't feel supported. Okay, so how can she support you? What is it that you need to feel supported? Can't be about the cooking and cleaning because that would just make you petty and shallow. So what is it? It's weird to me, y'all. Anyways, back in the DR, Lydia is complaining to Nicole about not doing housework. And, you know, you need to do your part in the house and help around the house. And then she tells Nicole about meeting with Chantel and Pedro and how that they don't communicate, how their marriage is on the rocks, um, how he wants a separation. And it's so interesting to me because the same woman who, again, was neutral, right? Remember she was neutral when she met with them. She's like a, she's like a catty mean girl. She comes home and says a totally different thing to Nicole. Like, they just like to gossip and tear Chantel down. It's weird. It's weird, you guys. She's too old to be doing the things she's doing and saying the things she's saying. So she's like, yeah, Pedro wants a separation. Um, Chantel doesn't support him. She doesn't help him at all. You got that from that meeting, that she doesn't help him at all. Um, And then she's like, Pedro supported her with everything. And then she said she didn't want she doesn't want to work when she she didn't want to work when she was studying. I was like, wait, Chantel had like three jobs and was going to school. Now all of a sudden she didn't want to work. And then you're telling Nicole that she doesn't want to work now because Pedro says, oh, she only works three days a week. She's a friggin' nurse, y'all, a BSN on the front lines during a pandemic, working 12 plus hours a day. Okay, so if she's doing 12 plus hours today, back to back for three days, and then is off for four days, she can be off and do nothing. She's already, you know what I mean? Like she's gotten to her goals. She's working hard. I just was like, why would she say all these things that are not true? Oh, goodness gracious. 
Radella said he went from zero to 100. He had a plan in staying married, wasn't it? Facts. So Lydia's spewing all of this nonsense and hate about Chantel to Nicole and goes on to say, you know, Pedro really supported her and, you know, did everything, cooked for her, cleaned for her so she could study. And now that she's graduated, she doesn't even want to work. She's always on vacation. So because Pedro said that she takes like 10 vacations a year and she only works three days a a week, according to Pedro, I'm using Pedro's words. Now all of a sudden she doesn't even want to work. So you guys are making her like she's a scrub. Oh, thanks, Sly Cat. Feel better, do better, and uh, get rest. And um, thank you for being here. I, I hope that all is well and you heal up quickly. I just, I don't know. I just don't, I wonder if Lydia sees that she is and has created a mean girl because she's a mean girl herself. Like, I wonder if she sees that in herself. What do you guys think? Do you think she sees that? Because I don't think she does. And she goes on to say that she thinks that not only Chantel is toxic, Alejandro is toxic. And... Nicole's like, well, I guess we're both just unlucky. We're unlucky in love, but you weren't lucky either, she says. And I was like, that is hilarious because true, you were the side chick. And Nicole goes, you know, you got involved with a married man and had two kids with him. And Lydia's face was like, she was about to knock out Nicole. Like her face, like went all twisted. Because guess what? She's telling you about yourself and everything she's telling you is true and you can't handle it. You don't like what you're hearing. And so Lydia's like, on the contrary, Lydia says, he paid for my university. And um, she's like, my university was paid by Pedro Jose, which is the dad. And now I'm a lawyer. um, And he paid for everything. Now, let me read that again, because I wrote it down because it's very, this is very important. Lydia says, on the contrary, I was. she thinks she was lucky. And she was lucky because, not because she found her true love, but because the dad, Pedro Jose, paid for her law school. And then she says that he paid for everything. But if you guys are true, old school, been with Chantel and Pedro since day one, Lydia said back in the day that, she used to have to go hungry without food because there was no food in the house because Pedro Jose was not paying any child support. Pedro Jose would not come to the house. Pedro Jose, when he would come to the house, she would make uh, Nicole and Pedro go into a separate room so that the dad didn't see them because he didn't want to see them because he wasn't he wasn't trying to be a dad to them. He was trying to like, wham, bam, thank you, man, to my side chick and bounce. So what is it, Lydia? Is it he paid for everything and he paid for your law school and you were well provided for? Or is it the story you told seasons ago where he was a deadbeat 
didn't want to be a part of the children's lives and didn't pay for anything. And you guys were grew up poor with minimal food because there wasn't enough food. Make it make sense. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Like, so you're basically saying you're a gold digger and your son, your grown ass son calls you gold digger to your face and gold digger on the phone. And you're now saying that you were lucky in love because you found a man that would pay for, for everything for you. Okay. Okay, Lydia. Sounds like you worked it all out and make, that makes a lot of sense. So Nicole's like, you know what? Can you just let me figure out my own life and still love me anyways? Like, can you do that? Because it seems like you can't do that. It seems like you want to dictate my life to fit into whatever narrative you're looking for. How is it that both Alejandro and Chantel are toxic? How is it? But you're not toxic and everything you say is amazing and so uplifting and supportive and loving. Because don't y'all forget, she's the same woman that said that her own flesh and butt daughter was not worth half a penny. Not worth half a penny. Can you imagine? I can go on and on it, and I won't go on and on with that because we have more to cover. So we go back to the ATL. Chantel's meeting with her best friend, Destiny. And <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I still want to know where and when Lydia is lawyering because she is constantly at home and never at her job if she's even working. I don't think she's working. I think Pedro's sending her money. C. Cruz says, Lydia will teach her kids about manipulation and scamming, but nothing about unconditional love. Sad. Those are facts, C. Cruz. So Chantel's meeting with Destiny, uh, fills her in on what happened in the DR, tells her about um, the mediation with Lydia uh, and her staying non-biased and still Pedro's pushing for a separation. And he doesn't want to talk. He doesn't want to work on the relationship. He doesn't want to work on anything. He doesn't want to see me. He doesn't want to look at me. He doesn't want to talk to me. All the things she's saying. And Destiny's like, well, maybe you need to give him space. Because uh, you may be driving him away if you're not giving him the space that he's saying that he needs. And she starts to cry. And I just felt so bad for her in this moment. Moment. I felt so bad for her because, you know, she's thinking that she wants to be around her husband and she wants to work it out with her husband. She doesn't want to give him space because she wants, he doesn't communicate with her and he's, she's still trying to figure out what it is that's the problem. So, you know, they talk about how she will come up to his door at night in the house because, you know, they're in separate bedrooms and, She'd cry at his door, but he's not responsive to that. And she's just feeling desperate right now, you guys. She's feeling desperate because she desperately wants to hold on to her marriage. She loves this man. And so she feels like she can't give him space because of the unknown. And she's like, I just want my husband. And he doesn't care that I want to be with him. And I want my husband. 
And she's like, I want my husband, I want my marriage, and I'll do anything for it. And unfortunately, he doesn't like that look. And the more she pushes to be with him, the more he pushes back not to be with her. And that tells me that he just doesn't want to be with her. Can you imagine someone is like, hey, let's work this out. I'll do whatever, let's, whatever it is that we need to do, work it out. I want to work it out with you for seven years. Like, let's try to make this happen. No, no, I need my space. I want separation. I want separation. I want separation. <sighs> okay, Padre. Better Days says he flipped like a light switch. Facts. So this was the saddest part, you guys. So Pedro says the separation is not working because Chantel's not giving him the space that he's asking. And she, when she comes to his door and is crying and trying to talk to him and trying to be with him, uh, he thinks that she's manipulating him. And so he decides that he wants to go see a divorce attorney. Oh, so... Not just the separation. We've now decided that you just want a divorce. You want to go straight to the divorce. So you haven't really tried the separation, even though you're like, oh, we separated because I moved into my own room. But then you were there for like a few days. And now all of a sudden that's not working for you. So now you just want to go straight to divorce. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to give you guys a fun fact. So fun fact, uh, the lawyer's name was Afia, and that's a Guinean name. And my name, Guinean name, is Afia. It means you're born on Friday. So a little trivia for you guys. Um, in the Guinean culture, you have a born day, and you're named after your, your day that you're born. So I just was like, oh. And another thing about Africans, they always want you to be a lawyer, doctor, engineer. And, and so it wasn't surprising that Afia was a lawyer because I'm sure her parents were like, you have to be a lawyer, doctor, engineer. Uh, that being said, <laughs> it was a little fun fact for you. We share a, a born name, Friday, born on Friday. So you know a little something about me. I was a born on a Friday. Um, so he's talking to the lawyer and... She's asking him a bunch of questions like, when did you get married? March 2016, K-1 visa, marriage, got his green card six months after. So he's had his green card since 2016. Um, and he asked, you know, is she still, still financially responsible for him? Yes, for 10 years. Uh, so Vanessa, yeah, you're born on Friday too. Then your born name as a Guinean would be Afia. So you would have the same name as me. Um, so yeah, she would still be financially responsible for him. And he asked about citizenship. He wants to get us in citizenship. Uh, and he could have gotten it, like I told you, in year five. And um, He's like, you know, that's what I want to do. And she's like, well, you don't have kids and it's just the two of you. So this seems like it's going to be a pretty straightforward divorce. But is it either going to be contested or non-contested? If it's non-contested, it's like 5,000 retainer. If it's going to be contested, it's 10,000. 
And he was shocked about how expensive it was. And I was like, Pedro, it's interesting to me that that's what's shocking to you. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, so you're hell bent on separating. But when the money part comes up, you're like, whoa, wait, what? Interesting to me. Um, and he's like, well, you know, I know that she's not going to divorce me. And so, like, where does that leave me? And I guess in Atlanta, uh, the divorce can still move forward because she'll get served and she has 30 days to respond. And if she doesn't respond, the divorce still moves forward. Um, and so that's what he's doing. And I think it's interesting that he continues to say, you know, I'm not a scammer. I'm not a sanky panky. You know, I never use Chantel. Who asked you those questions? Who asked you? The lawyer didn't ask you. You just are saying those things. And you know, when people have, what's the saying you guys, when people have like a guilty mind or guilty heart, they tell on themselves. And so that's what I took from that. No one asked you about that, Pedro. No one. The, the producer didn't ask you. The lawyer didn't ask you. You just said straight to camera, unprompted by yourself, that you're not a scammer, you're not a sanky-panky, and you never use Chantel. Sounds to me that maybe you did. And maybe that guilt is making you so angry and then you're lashing out on Chantel. Because who asked you? Hmm? No one. No one asked you. The fans didn't jump into the screen and be in the episode that you were filming and ask you the question, although we think that. Guilty conscience, guilty mind, verbal diarrhea. <sighs> unbelievable just i'm so sad i'm just so so sad for for this situation because it doesn't have to be this way it really doesn't i don't see how he doesn't think that they can still build together unless he really was using her and and doesn't want to be with her and wants to like do his own thing with his own people uh we head over to mama karen's house she bought a baby grand piano uh they're a musical family Winter sings and plays the flute. River is a lyricist, as we all know, he raps. Royal plays all the instruments. Karen plays the piano, but she also plays the guitar. And Chantel plays the viola. And so she wants to like work on music a little bit more because they're a musical family. And as they're bringing the piano in, Winter came not winter, River came over to help move the piano into the house. And everyone has Chantel and Pedro on their minds. And Karen and Thomas are still upset about the separation. And River thinks that Pedro's not who we thought he was at all. And maybe perhaps they were all right from the beginning that maybe he used and abused for a green card. And he's literally turns to his parents and say, is Pedro using Chantel? Like, it's hard not to think that, you guys. It really is. It's hard not to think that because he hasn't given any reason for him to want to leave his marriage. I don't think that we would all, all of us here, 
and all of the fandom out there, I don't think that if he came with a valid reason that we would be like, yeah, no, don't do it. Like, we would be like, oh, we get it. We get it, right? Not everything works out because of whatever. Like, for example, even Muhammad, they're getting divorced. And it's clear why, right? Because he was using her from the jump. And he, if you guys have not been following this scandal, it is outrageous. It is outrageous. And I'm so mad that she actually got married. And I said, I don't understand why she went through with the marriage. All the red flags were not only fly, flying and flagging all over the place, they were slapping her in the face. Anyhow, that I can understand. Do you see what I'm saying? Pedro and Chantel, not so much. What's the reason? We're looking for a reason. That's all. We just want to understand. So Pedro calls his mom and Nicole at the same time. They're FaceTiming. And this is part of what I said earlier. He literally calls his mom Gold Digger to her face. She answers and he says, hey, Gold Digger. Now, can you imagine knowing that you were raised by a gold digger, but you two are also doing something similar. You're not gold digging, but you use the whole person to better your life. You use the whole person to better your life. And there's nothing wrong with bettering your life, but there is something wrong if you use a whole person really bad. So he's talking to Nicole and Lydia, the town gossips. And he tells them that since he got back to Atlanta, things have gone from bad to worse. Uh, he told Chantel that he wants his space. He moved into his own room. And these are his words. Now she's bothering me every night. She touches me, she messes with me. She makes a show at the door that if I don't open, she enters anyways. Sounds to me like you hate your wife. You have this beautiful woman who wants to love on you. And instead you say, she's messing with me. You act like her touching you bothers me. And now she's bothering me. Those were his actual words. Everything she does bothers you. So if she, wants to touch her husband, that's bugging him. If she wants to go and try to communicate with him, that's bugging him. If she wants to go and cry at his door, that's bugging him. Anything that she's doing is bugging him. You've clearly checked out, friend. You've clearly checked out and you had an agenda and I just don't think it's okay. So Nicole says, right? Because now they've all band together, right? Because now who's the common enemy Chantel, God forbid she touches her husband. Nicole says, um, you know, be careful with your passport. And then Lydia says Chantel can make drama and then suggest that Chantel will hit herself and call the police to get Pedro deported. Lydia, the woman just flew down to the DR cried to your face and asked for your advice. You acted like you were neutral to her face. You loved her for five seconds because she bought you some Chanel glasses. 
And now you're going to turn around and, and talk shit about her and say something that is not even in Chantel's character. What are you, what? Where's what? Again, projecting. That's something you, you, the gold digger, your son calls you gold digger to your face, Lydia. That's something that you probably would do because you would think of something like that because you're always conniving and scheming. Okay. So because you're, you come from a scammer mentality and don't forget you guys, Lydia was the one that used to have, according to Mama Karen, the website that was to bring in American women for, for Pedro to marry so that her words, they can harvest the American dollar. Let's not forget all of that. So I wouldn't put a pastor to have that type of scheme, but to put that on Chantel, what? This is disgusting. So, <clears throat> Lydia says, don't trust her. Tells her own son to not trust his own wife. And, you know, Lydia has a hole on Pedro. Pedro does whatever she says, right? And she also said, and don't gather with her family. So, it kind of sounds to me like you're making this about you, Lydia, again, because you don't like her family. You were jealous of the fact that last season he chose them over you and you freaked out about it. Remember? And so now you're trying to twist the narrative again, twist it and turn your son who's in America. And that's really his own family in America. Turn him against not only his wife, but his family there. I just, I guess I just don't know anyone who's like that. And so it's just shocking to me. It's shocking that you literally are going to be a vengeful, lying, deceitful, manipulative person. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand her, I guess, you guys. I just don't understand it. Nicole asked him if he's going to get divorced. And he said he's thinking about it. And she's like, well, you deserve to be happy. You've done too much to help Chantel. And he's like, yeah, well, like his mom said to her, him when he was in the Dominican Republic, he's now saying what his mom told him. And his mom said that Chantel never wanted you to be your own man. She just wanted you to be like behind her all the time. And so he's like, yeah. He thinks she never wanted him to be independent. Well, Pedro, you never thought that until your mom told you that to your face. Do you see? So all of these like negative things that are coming in so that you can make yourself more angry, you're getting from your mom who always hated her. They never went, got along. Just, ugh. it's terrible, you guys. It's just quite terrible. So... <clears throat> It's been a couple of weeks now that they've been back from the DR. He says that he's been devoted to Chantel for seven years, but he's done. He's done. He literally said that I'm done. He's like, these days haven't been easy. Um, he feels like they're going in different directions in life and it's painful, but he can't do it anymore. And so the separation, he tried a separation, he said, and it didn't work. Uh, 
And so he goes to the backyard. He's sitting in the backyard. Chantel's like under a blanket, having some tea, reading a book. And he comes in, guns a-blazing, sits down and says, you know, I tried a separation. It's not working. I'm done. Um, the separation didn't work because you didn't respect my space. And what was interesting to me, he said, I don't like to be chased. So he wants out of the house. He wants a divorce and sorry, but he can't continue like this. All the love is gone, according to Pedro. Now, here's the thing. I don't like to be chased. Let's dissect that for a second. So all of that stuff that the vulnerability and openness that Chantel was showing to her husband of seven years, trying to be vulnerable and say, hey, I want to fight for this marriage. He took it as she's chasing him. And you're only going to feel chased, you guys. And we're all, we're all adults here. We've all had crushes that didn't like us back. And we've also had people that like us that we didn't like back. We've all been there. All We've all been there. And you only think someone is chasing you when you don't want to be with them. Think about what I'm saying, because it's true. You only feel chased if you don't want to get caught by that person. You feel courted and loved on when you want to be with that person and you want to spend time with that person. I'm going to leave you guys thinking about that because it's 100% true. All his words and his actions are very, very telling. So <clears throat> Pedro's like, all the love is gone. And this is where I just, I had tears in my eyes, you guys. Chantel had a full breakdown. She had a full breakdown. She's like, I trusted my husband. I wanted to be with my husband. He told me he would never do this to me. He would never have used me to be here to have a better life and just leave me alone like this. He promised me, he told me he would never ever do that. And she's like broke, literally had a breakdown, a full on breakdown. And it was sad to see, it was sad to watch. And yeah, better day. He couldn't even look her in the eyes. It was so sad. It was a very hard episode, you guys. And so that's where we are. Pedro's peaced out. He's peaced out, done diddy. And that's it. That's all. So we'll find out next week what happens. Uh, guys, for those of you guys that watch Seeking Sister Wife with me, uh, I have, a, have an expert coming on tomorrow with me to talk about it because I cannot understand what's happening with all, with all the families. I need someone who knows something about something. So I'm going to be doing the show a little bit earlier uh, based on that person's schedule. Uh, so make sure you have your alerts on. Don't forget to like and subscribe, support the show, all the things. And I'll see you guys all tomorrow. Bye for now.